know, me know, me know, me know. I walk in the dream of a kid from the go. Some people say when we defeat the beast, then peace will glow. Lead them to the freedom when I lead them, yo, they grow. Pick up Yes, people. You're right. It is a Tuesday. But, hey, you're getting an early week edition of Echo Chamber Because, hey, there's a couple of films that have dropped in these last couple of days Right, one um, one of our pieces, a little horror, that dropped on Monday And we have a documentary that has dropped today So, yeah we're gonna bring you that goodness early And you get the other normal edition of Echo Chamber on Thursday So it is all golden people But yo, let's get into it, alright So sit back, let's go only playing I do is with There's always a lot of interesting things coming out of Canada, it would seem. So, I was definitely intrigued by Hall. Yes, so this is a... Ooh, it's a new feature coming from first-time feature director... Um, oh, my God, I've forgotten my man's name. <laughs> Woo! That's a way to start things off, people. <laughs> no, so it's um Francesco Gianni. Okay, so yes, his first feature film. Um, he conceived a story, but it was written by Derek Adams and Adam Colodemi. Uh, cinematography is from Graham. Gerton Santier Music is from Michael Vignola uh, And the film It's starring Carolina Barchuk Who plays a lady called Val uh, We got Julian Richings He plays Julian uh, We've got Valsata Varna He plays Peter Um Yeah Who else have we got We've got Yumiko Shaku Um She plays Naomi Oh um Yeah obviously Mark Gibson Plays Brandon Val's husband and Bailey Fan plays Kelly, uh, Val's daughter. Right, so um, yeah, there's a few um other people. Kathleen Faye plays Betty, um, Val Mervis, she's a guest in the hotel. Um, we got Kim Richard plays Dolores. Uh, yeah, they're all kind of people, um, who are kind of floating around, um, Dawn Ford plays Bonnie, um, so yeah, they're our main kind of, uh, characters up in the piece, 
um, everyone that kind of is floating around and all of that kind of thing. Uh, so, the gist of the story, hmm, well, it's, uh, it's interesting, because you, you go to different places and it will give you a different look, right? But basically, when a delib, delib, deb, let's start that again, when a debilitating sickness spreads across a long hotel hallway, a few scattered victims fight for survival and try to escape from the dark, narrow stretch of isolated carnage. Bum, bum, bum. So, yeah, that's the, uh, that's the uh, gist of the film, right? Um, now, it starts off, right, we, we kind of see... A, a dark kind of thing, and then you realize, oh, it, it's a door, right? You you see the little um porthole? No, not eh, spy hole. It's a spy hole, right? Which you kind of you can look through. Um, so yeah, we uh, you know, but the camera's kind of up there, and we're hearing this kind of like groaning, panting noise, and it's not a a pleasurable groaning, panting noise. It's a, uh, you know, oh, someone ain't in a good way kind of noise. Camera pans down and we see a woman, right? She's kind of slumped up against the door and uh, she's holding her belly. She's pregnant and she's just making this wheezing, panting noise. She does not look well, right, and it also there's kind of a, a thing on her face, like, you can see, it's kind of like the capillaries underneath the skin, you know, on one side of the face, they're kind of visible, like, dark, creeping, morass for the inner system, you know, so you'd be like, oh, she's not well, Right, so um, we get that, and then she kind of turns, struggles, and manages to turn her head, and you see up the, the the corridor, and there's other people kind of slumped, lying there, and you're like, oh, right, but then we uh, we jump, right, so we jump four hours beforehand. And we've got a couple in a car, little girl in the back. They're driving. Um, it's all a little, it's all a little tense, right? You notice a vibe, and they nearly run a woman over, which you realise is the pregnant woman who slumped against the hotel door, right? So um, yeah, you see her. There's some rows in the car. Um, you know, the wife wants to help the woman, the husband's just like, you know what I mean, he's angry, right, so then that goes, right, so we, from this moment, and we, yeah, you know, we kind of notice the tension with the family, which is Val, Brendan and Kelly, right, we then jump back to the present, so we're back with um, the woman 
who we we find out is um Nomi Nomki Nomki Nom Hmm How do you pronounce her name? It's uh Noyum Nomi Yeah because you know she that's the thing in the thing she's like no she that was like oh Naomi she's like no 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 Nom Ki something like that right anyway um yeah so we then you know we're back in the present with her and she kind of topples over and you think oh she's done but then she starts crawling up the corridor. And so then we, we then we kind of see what they're doing, right? So they start to just jump between the past and the present. We go back and forth, back and forth, taking a look at you know some of the things that happened beforehand, right? Now it's interesting. It's like I think the first time they do it, it kind of specifies the time period. After that, it kind of just stops and it just kind of happens, you know. So I think there are a couple of times you're like, wait, where are we? You know, I think it does get a slightly muddled at times, but you know, I think. Everything that we see, it, it, it you know, it does create attention. You know, I mean, seeing Gianni does well of by creating this tension, you know, with the settings, with the people, and all of that. Right. So, um, yeah, we we spend time with Naomi. You know, now that kind of stuff, it is you know, she's Japanese. So we get subtitles, but she's speaking to, you assume, her mother, um, and that's all subtitled, and you do lose the subtitles, right, they, they, they're moving quick, so it's, I found it very difficult to, I tried to pause it a few times, but yeah, it's, it's, but I mean, you could kind of make out via the tone, you know, what kind of phone call it is, right? So, um, yeah, we have that, and I guess that's kind of trying to set the tone with, you know, her situation. We also then spend time with Val, Brendan, and Kelly to get a gist of that, and it doesn't take you long to understand that is not a happy situation, right, you, you can definitely see, there's, you know, there's domestic abuse, right, Brendan, he's an angry motherfucker, and, yeah, I mean, we don't see, we see him just grab a wrist, right, grab a wrist, all of that, but you can see, you know, Val's been hit, right, she's been, she's been hit, maybe thrown up against a wall, you know what I mean, there's some shit that's gone down, and gone down a few times, right, that, that's definitely there, and, you know, don't worry, that's, it's not a, a spoiler, it doesn't necessarily, um, affect the film, you know what I mean, so we have all of that, the kid, 
Kelly, she does seem oblivious to everything. You know, which, you know, probably in a way is good, right? Because, yeah, that shit, it definitely scars a kid, you know what I mean? But we have all of this, so we, 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 spend, we spend these time between these two women, because the focus is mainly on the women, right? So you're wondering, okay, so how is this going to play into the film, you know? And, yeah, so we cut between these past sequences, and then in the hallway of the, this hotel, of people crawling and wheezing, Right, and so the film is going on, and you do kind of think, okay, right. So obviously, this is about a fight for survival, which, you know, what I mean, definitely one of the synopsises of the film does kind of put out there, you know. Like on Wikipedia, it says two women, each dealing with unhappy marriages, find themselves trapped in a hotel hallway as a deadly airborne virus ravages the hotel clientele and the outside world right so you are you know what I mean so you've been like okay yeah no I'm definitely not mistaken here I'm, I'm, I'm not like making things up in my mind of where this film is kind of looking like it's leading you but I will say, right, that I don't know, right, I think, I think, Gianni does a good, as I said, look, a good job of creating tension, but I just felt like the overall follow-through, it didn't pack the punch, right, it, it didn't quite deliver what you hoped, now, the way it all ends, it all ends on a kind of like, okay, kind of moment, which is fine, I have no issue with ending it in that manner, but not quite the way they ended it, right, you could, and what I mean is, I think it's fine with ending a film with questions, Right, but I mean, in the fashion in which this film ends, you are a bit like, wait, 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 nah, <laughs> like no, that that's it, it. It doesn't quite ring true. Right, so um, one thing like because you you know we you get sent a lot of kind of information with these screeners and stuff like that. Right, so um, there is some blurb from uh, the um, creative director at Lightbulb Distributing, right, who, um, you know, are putting this film out, right, and it says, like, um, Hall is an impressive debut feature from filmmaker Francesco Gianni. It was written and shot before the pandemic outbreak and arguably as a result will now be viewed differently and I, I I kind of think the the only difference in what you might think is 
yet there, there's things that don't happen, right, and we've seen the way people react in certain situations, right, we have now seen how people react in the wake of outbreaks and stuff, right, because we definitely had films that have dealt with that kind of scenario, we've had loads of films, right, so you've seen how Hollywood would suggest people do things, but now you can actually be like, yeah, no, we know how people are going to do things, right, we, we've seen the overreactions, we've seen the, um, you know, the, the jerk reactions, Right, we've seen the caution, we've seen the the worry, the concern, all of that kind of jazz. So, the way some of the things that go down is kind of crazy, right? And also, there, there, I think it's the the mother daughter dynamic is a little bit odd, right? Because I mean, we can clearly see Val loves her daughter, right? She's doing everything to try and protect her daughter. In a way, but then some craziness, well, some stuff happens, right, and you're just like, wait, why isn't Val, like, you would imagine she would be screaming for her kid, right, or just be like, oh, yeah, oh, fuck, fuck, I gotta get to Kelly, I gotta get to Kelly, where's Kelly, how's Kelly, and there's none of that. Right, there's none of that, and you're like, huh? Why? Why wouldn't she? Why wouldn't she be concerned? Why wouldn't she be trying to? Yeah, and that was kind of odd, right? That was kind of odd, right? And then there's stuff with the daughter, and you'd be like, all right, although she's a little kid, right? I get it, little kid, they do certain things, but they also question, right, and we've seen, you know, it was set up during the, earlier on in the film that she questioned some things, so then when this other stuff happens and there's no question, right, it's just like, uh, wait, what, no, 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 there would be there would be more, there would be more, you know, when you're in a certain situation, weapons, right, you go for a weapon, and we don't see, which is, again, a little odd, it was a little odd, you know, and, and so we get this thing at the end, now, during the film, right, there is there is a moment where we kind of see behind the curtain. We kind of see behind the curtain to what's happening. So we get a clue of a, a deeper scenario. You know what I mean? Then we 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 get a clue to oh this yeah this isn't isolated, right? But then that's it, right? Which is weird because if now, we see this certain thing, it then leads to this thing at the very end, right, which, firstly, it's like, okay, so it's only in the hallway, 
But you kind of think to yourself, right? How, how is this contained, right? And why wouldn't these other, like, why would it, yeah. <laughs> and also, it's just the way Val acts, right? The, the, the Like, it, it's, it's all a little, it's all a little odd, and you think, now nah, there would be more, right, it, it, I don't know, I don't know, man, it just didn't quite ring true, you know, it, it did make me be like, ah, oh, man, what about, you know, like, huh, but wouldn't you, you know what I mean, that, that was the thing with that, so, now, I will say, right, if you, um, boy, it's trying to think of some stuff that you might have seen, um, that kind of is similar, I can't really think, you know, I can't really think, like, there's elements of, um, super deep, that shudder horror, you know, just being, you know, the way it's confined in an area and all of that, but that one was a bit more like, okay, yeah, people were following a more of a logical path, right, so there is that, but, um, yeah, I don't know, man, but I guess if you enjoy a, you know, kind of a claustrophobic, Minimist, minimal, minimalistic, minimalistic, yes, boom, got it, if you enjoy a minimalistic approach to things, right, then, then this, then this might be for you, right, the, the, the tension is good, you know what I mean, there is that, so the the things that maybe don't ring true to me, they could very well be cool with you, right? It's it's definitely not a bad effort for a first time director, you know. So there is that, um, and yeah, if you want to check out Hall, it is out now on um all your favorite VODs. All right, so go, um, yeah, if it sounds like it could be for you. Go check it out, alright? Well, I've been looking forward to this one Ever since I spoke to um, the director All the way back in June Yes, people um, I'm talking about Seth Breedlove You know, we, we spoke to him Oh, I forget the episode number but uh, it was about his documentary. Um, oh gosh, what is it? Uh, on a journey for Bigfoot. Um, yeah, on the search for Bigfoot, the journey. That was it. And uh, yeah, we spoke to him in June, which is it's kind of crazy because, man, I I thought it was last year. You know, and I realised, no, it was it was just this year. But yeah, I remember speaking to him about that film and him saying that, yeah, he you know, he's working on 
one um, when I talked to him about skinwalkers. So I was like, oh, I can't wait to see that. And also, when we were talking, he was saying that, you know, each each feature, he he looks to utilize a different style. So it was just like, all right, how's he going to tell this story? So, you know what I mean? Today, Skinwalker, the Howl of the Ragaroo is out. And, uh... I, I was able to, um, you know, check it out, and yeah, he, you know, he's definitely right. He, he, he. This is a lot different from the Bigfoot piece, right? It's got a different feel, a different look. They utilize a lot of different styles. It, it was, um, it was fun, right? It was fun. I feel. It was um, a little shorter, you know, it's a little shorter, but we don't lose anything in the telling, you know what I mean? So, um, yeah, basically, what's the gist? Um, Do real werewolves exist? In the American South, legends tell of encounters with a creature that stalks the swamps and bayou. A creature who was here long before the immigrants, who settled the region. An ancient evil called the Ragaru. Legends tell of a cannibal trial, tribe of shapeshifters who retreated deep into the forests, where they slowly lost touch with their humanity. A tribe who went on to become something far darker, a skinwalker. Now nearly 400 years since the legend of the Ragaru first began to circulate, people are encountering the creature once again. The truth behind these vicious, horrifying brushes with the unknown will make your blood run cold. Does the Ragaru still stalk the swamps of southern Louisiana? The truth may surprise you. So, um, yeah, I mean, listen, I have, you know, I've, I've definitely heard stories of skinwalkers. Right, and it's definitely chilling. Hey, if you are a fan of the Thing Is podcast, ding, with Shannon Lee Hires and Manny Jester Skulls, you you will definitely have heard, you know, a, a, a really, a really creepy ass story featuring Skinwalkers. I forget the episode number, but. Boy, people, go check that podcast out. You know, you will not be disappointed. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely a creepy topic, right? I I feel there's been a few films that have touched on this, and, and it's definitely in that heritage of uh, you know the, the Native Americans, right? Um. So you have that, and then it's, you know, all set, this whole piece is set in Louisiana, which, 
hey, I love Louisiana. I, I have friends there. I've, I've, I go there as often as I can. You know, so I, I was definitely intrigued by this. Okay, so, uh, yeah, Seth Breedlove, he, he directs. He produces with Adrienne Breedlove. And he wrote the piece with Heather Musa. Uh, so, what they do is, you know, we get a a lot of different um, accounts, right? There's a lot of different accounts of different weird situations, you know? So, we have a few different bystanders, you know, recounting everything. I did enjoy the way it all starts, though. You know, again, as mentioned, right, he he utilized these different ways to tell the story. And so we start off with animation, but animation in the style of cave drawings, which was, you know, I think mean, that was genius. It really set the mood, right? So we, we have these and it tells the story of this tribe that supposedly became the Ragaroos, right? So we, we get all of that kind of interesting story, you know? So we have that. Then there's a, a, a voiceover, right? A guy who's recounting a, a story, you know, something he saw. And I believe this one was... Ray Verrett, yeah, because we see him later on in the piece, and um, it did sound, I think it sounded like him, right, so I think it was Ray Verrett, and yeah, he kind of, we get, you know, some of his story, but we then kind of go into this other theme of, you know, I think of what a few of the people are kind of touching on with the fact of, you know, listen, we all we all know what happened back in oh man. Gosh, I can't even remember. It was like 2006 maybe. You know, when the levies of New Orleans went and it just got devastated. You know, in that area of floods. Right now, this tribe they were pushed into the swamps by um some of the other tribes that got together and fought them because of their dabblings with the dark arts. Right, but with with the swampland flooding, you know, even with the with the things that have been put in place to try and help, right, this area is going. So I think the gist is, if the area goes, what will happen with the Ragaru? Like, what will happen with the stories, with the legends, with the myths? Right? And I think it, it's interesting on one hand, because, you know, people are like, oh, if, you know, if this area gets destroyed, right? If, if everyone has to move out and we lose the area... Do we lose the legend? 
And then you, but then you have to think to yourself, you know, what hand you're like, yeah, no, it's all like just think you don't want to lose all this tradition, like all the tradition that we has been lost, and especially when it comes to Native Americans, right? All the languages that have been lost, just all of that. It is crazy. You know what I mean? It's so sad. But on the other hand, right? You're like, okay, if that means this this raggery doesn't then come and terrorize people, maybe that's a good thing. Is that a good thing? I don't know, right? But what we get in this 70 minutes is just this kind of fascinating look at like the, the these different kind of stories around the ragaru you know so sephers they he split the documentary up into several kind of parts right so we we start off with pelican state then it goes into wayward spirits we have ancient spirits and then we have Guardians of the Land. So we kind of get these four chapters. And in each, it kind of has different types of stories. People telling, you know, their versions of this history and how it may have touched their lives and everything like that. So it is fascinating. You know, we hear from... Um, Jonathan Forret, who runs a, a Ragaru festival, you know, um, as I've mentioned before, Ray Verret, Elizabeth Cortus, Belden Forrest, Cole Kinchin, um, and Brenda Fitch. Right, Chelsea Herbert, Nikki Clement. There's another guy who um they didn't really mention his name, but yeah, all of these, you know, some of the stories are kind of similar. Uh, some are a little different. All creepy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like none of the stories are just like oh. Yeah, that, that that sounds pleasant. That sounds like a nice encounter. You know, it, it's funny though, right? Because we do get these different stories, and everyone that, that you know gets that they spoke to talk about how you know this is in the fabric of the culture, right? If you live in the area, you would have heard these stories, and I, I mean stories of. You know, the ragaroo rather than these encounters, right? So everyone hears about it, right? And sometimes it's it's there as a boogeyman, right? As a don't go into the forest at night or, you know, don't do this. So, right? Now they all tell us this, right? But then some of their, uh, you know, encounters, you're just like, whoa, 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 whoa. You, you knew... The situation. So what the fuck were you doing? Right? What were you doing? It's like one person talks about how, um, yeah, they, it, you're told never to stop. Never to stop to pick up a hitchhiker all in white. 
And then when they were counting it, so we saw someone and I slowed down the car and it was just like, what? Why would you slow down the car? Hey, that makes no sense. What is wrong with you? You know what I mean? It's insane. That, also, the the other thing, like the, the one issue I have with some of these people telling their stories, they're smiling. Right, they're telling the story and going, "Oh yeah, it's really frightening, and this thing happened." But they've got these huge grins on their face, and you're just like, "Wait, wait, 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 whoa, whoa, come on now! If you're scared, right? You're telling this oh, this this story that like really got to you and all of this. Why are you smiling, man? What's what's wrong with you? What's the deal, huh? What's the deal?" So there was that. But it is very fascinating. You know, it is definitely fascinating. And I really enjoyed the way it's presented to you. You know, because we, like in the Bigfoot one, there's a lot of, you know, sit down interviews and, and talking about stuff, right? With this, we get a lot of voiceover, so we see the person, and you know we'll be with them for a few seconds, and then it will go to a vo- them their voiceover, and we have this kind of found footage recreation style, you know, what I mean? videos that will come up, which is like all. It's kind of cool, right? The the way it's been done. And also, the way they do it, you know, like it's been recorded on VHS. So all grainy and, you know, skippy and all of this. You know, they really try and bring you something that has that feel to it. Again, we get a lot of um, animation. You know, there's sketches that will be there of different kind of interpretations of, you know, it's, it's a well put together piece, you know, it's definitely, yeah, it's definitely intriguing, and you kind of feel whatever you think, right, whether you believe all these stories these people are telling you, right, you might not believe a thing, which is fine, but it is still very engrossing, you are still there, like, ooh, okay, what's this person, you know what I mean, what's the story this person is gonna tell us, right, I'm, I'm there, I'm on board for it, people, I'm on board, so, um, yeah, definitely enjoyed all of that, I think, <laughs> there is one girl that tells of, 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 about um picking up objects, right? And she's just like, oh, yeah, and and it visited me and told me to put them away, I, you know, put them put them back, and it's just like, all right, you you you've told us that these are stories, these are legends that people know about, right? So you knew, so why the fuck are you picking this shit up? Right? Why are you picking this shit up? And the first time 
you got visited. This is like, oh yeah, I got visited. It was five days of terror. And he's like, the first time, why aren't you putting it back? Right? It's just a little, wait, it took you that long to be like, um, all right, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I, I feel I'm gonna put these back in the ground. You know what I mean? It's just like, once, just once, you know, that, that should be enough. Right? Or just the fact that you know the legend, right? Saying that, yeah, the, you know, the culture's in our blood, I'm, I'm like, you know, four-fifths, blah, 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 all of that jazz. So, yeah, you kind of scratch your head and be like, Yo, what is wrong with these people, man? What is wrong with these crazy people? Uh, but, yeah, you know, it's entertaining, people. It is very entertaining and um you know it is available as i said from today you know you can rent it you know it's, it's available on all your favorite um vod's you know just so um you can get it on uh oh man just name some right so uh itunes um, Amazon, Roku, you know what I mean, uh, Voodoo, Fandango Now, right, so you can get it from all of those places, and if you are into Blu-rays and DVDs, if you still collect those, but maybe you're like, all right, I don't, I, I don't buy the book standard stuff, <laughs> well, Small Town Monsters, the production house but behind all of the things that Seth and his people's put together, they are um, releasing a special edition Blu-ray, which is $18.99, and a DVD, which is $14.99. That's dollars, people. And you can only get those from the Small Town Monsters official store. Don't worry, the link is in the episode details. So, uh, yeah, if this um, this sounds like your thing, people, go check it out, right? I will say, if you enjoyed the Bigfoot one, then I think... Hey, you'll 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 dig this one too, okay? So, people, Skinwalker, the Howl of the Ragaroo, is out today, and um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. So, people, go check it out. See what Seth and his peoples have put together for your enjoyment. Okay, people, so there you go. Right, there you go. A couple of films for you. Hall, the feature debut. You know what I mean? Which, um, yeah, 
I mean, Francisco Janelle, gotta give him props for that. And then we have got the very entertaining Skinwalker documentary from Seth Breedlove. Another, another solid effort from Seth. So, people, hope you enjoy those. You know what I mean? Remember, if, if you wanna, you know, get the DVD and all of that, the links are in the episode um, details. So, yeah, people, enjoy. And um, we will see you on Thursday. Alright? Peace! Like I said, it ain't nothing out of reach. The what I said, I achieved, I achieved. You want the world, let me breathe, let me breathe. I manifest everything that you see. My brother changed from the streets to the street. Did what I said, I achieved, I achieved. And like I said, it ain't nothing